Hello, everybody. This is Raul Gonzalez. And I'm Oscar Ibieta. And this is Medicare Agent IQ. And we say this every time. I'm kind of I'm kind of ready to stop saying it, but we'll, <laughs> we'll do it. The reason that we do this is what we are trying to help independent insurance agents to be more successful. Actually, not even just independent insurance agents. I got an email the other day from an employee of one of the large uh, carriers and they were like, hey man, I could really use some help on, on some of this. So it's for everybody. If you if you work in Medicare, we're, we're here to try to help you to, to do better. You could be brand new, you could be a seasoned uh, veteran and uh, I think you're gonna find some, some content that's gonna be helpful uh, here. So. Uh, Today is, you know what, we're I keep, I'm trying to look at what today is. Today is September the 6th. It's the, uh, th that's when this is gonna be airing, September the 6th. And um, we're not even a month away from AEP. Well, from pre-AEP, right. right? So a little over a month away from the actual AEP. And so there's some things that we think that you should be doing and maybe should have already started and should have already done. Uh, but we're gonna go ahead and talk through how to get ready for AEP, even if you haven't started preparing. A little bit of a checklist, I think, is how you can look at this thing. And there's, um, there's a lot time-wise, time and when we're looking at the timeline, we're about a month away, but it may feel like it's too late. A lot of this stuff that we may be going over should have already been done. So you can go down that checklist, make sure you've already done it. But if you haven't done some of these things, there's still time. Now's the time. Like, <laughs> it's gotta be done going, now. Right? Yeah. I mean, the first one I think that, that we have to make sure that we've done is going to be making sure that you're certified. Right. Yeah. And I think that there's a lot of agents out there that they're struggling with that. There's so many carriers now that they, and they all want you to do certifications. It's a lot of work. And so I understand that, that it's a lot, but it's, it's worth it. And it's something really probably should have been done uh, in July. Right. Yeah. As, soon as, as soon as they come out, because we get questions from agents that will ask us, Hey, by when do I have, have to have these certifications done? And our answer is always July. And the reason for that, and we're going to dive into it is because you want to spend this time of the year as we get into September and, and closer to AEP preparing for those rollouts, those first looks, knowing what the what the plans are looking like. You don't want to be spending this time of the year getting certified and trying to check those items off your list. So the answer is always July. Get them off your plate, get put them behind you and start moving forward and preparing for AEP. Yeah, what I would say is that if if you haven't already started then one, it, you should have, but don't be discouraged. It's not too late. You can get it, get it done. But I might even do it, you know, in the middle of the night, like I, or not in the middle of the night, but <laughs> I won't. In, in, during, during prime time hours. And I, what I'm saying is like, there's a lot to be doing right now to prepare for AEP. And if you haven't completed the certifications, I wouldn't work from eight to five knocking out your AHIP, knocking out your certifications, what I would do is I would be working on a lot of these other things that we're gonna be talking about during this time. And then maybe when you're done with that during the you know six o'clock hour, seven o'clock hour, or five in the morning, if, if that's the kind of person that you are, that's when I would probably start focusing on knocking out the rest of these certifications. Yeah, and let's talk real quick AHIP, right? With some of the carriers, still require it and there are some carriers that no longer require it now for the carriers that don't require it i think that's great but that's great if that's the only carrier that you write business with and we as brokers if you represent multiple carriers 
some of these carriers are going to require you to do a hip and so some like so let's talk united healthcare you can you can go straight to the carrier certification you don't have to take a hip but our recommendation would be to take a hip first before you jump into the united healthcare certification just because there's a lot of information that you will learn that you can take in and it also shortens up that certification for united healthcare so it's your medicare 101 it's it's a lot of situations scenarios that's what that a hip exam is and that transfers translates directly to what we do when we're out in the field we're dealing with these types of scenarios yeah the, and there was a couple people i didn't get to do it but there's if you're an agent with United where they didn't require you to do the whole AHIP. I mean, the, 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 even the whole certification, right? You just went straight to the test. The fast track is what it was called. Yeah. I think if you've got, if you've been writing business with them for at least two years, you qualify for the, uh, for the fast track certification. Two years and in, in a certain amount of production. Yeah, I think so. There's yeah. also some. Cause I didn't qualify <laughs> and I've been doing this a, lo- a long lot longer than two years. So, but yeah, you have to, you have to actually produce. And, and, and what I will say, if you don't, if you don't, this is your first time listening, your first time uh, watching us. Uh, I don't write a whole lot of business anymore. I used to. I spent a lot of a lot of years writing business. Now, what I mostly do is I help other agents to to, to do it. So, in in the role that I'm in today, I'm I'm doing less writing on my own and more helping others to to be successful doing this. So that's why you won't see that I that I that I'm qualifying for some of those <laughs> some of those things. It's not because I'm not capable. So just want to just want to put that out there. So the first thing that I would be doing right now is to kind of transition away from from the certifications. First thing I would be doing is is looking for senior centers to work with. And here's the thing is that r- right now there's probably, that's what a lot of agents are doing. A, a lot of them are. So I might go outside of the main metro, the, like or, or the, the most saturated part of the metro area, right? I, I would make sure that, that I'm looking at, uh, that, I'm, that I'm looking, you know, 20 minute drive outside of the city and see if I can find uh, senior centers that aren't being touched, right? Yeah. I think that's a great strategy, a great idea when you're out in the field and you're looking for these places. As a matter of fact, this happened to me just the other day. My wife and I went to a birthday party and we were out in a small town called Schertz, Texas, just outside of San Antonio. And we were driving through this community and and we saw a community center. And I thought, okay, well, let me let me stop and, and Google this place or let me Google this place at some point and see what it is that they do there. And those are things that you can implement on your end when you're out in the field. You don't have to actively be looking for these places, but when you are out and about doing your own thing, keep an eye out, head on a swivel, but Google, there's also Google. You can look up senior centers, you know, outside in, in different target small towns and try and find those senior centers and get in there and try and create a relationship with them. See if you can host some educational seminars or as we get ready to uh, move into AEP, even some uh, some sales seminars inside to, to talk about what the plan benefits are looking like for next year. Yeah, and, and one thing that I would really like to tell everybody is that you probably should be doing this outside of AEP also. And, and so what we're doing is some last minute preps for people maybe who haven't prepared, maybe this is your first time, but what I'm, what I'm hoping is that, you know, as, a, as an agency leader myself, I would say that we recommend that people stay in contact with senior centers all year long. So a lot of times you'll, 
it'll be interesting when we take an agent out, it might be in the middle of May and we'll tell them, Hey, uh, let's, let's go create a relationship. And they'll, we talk to them and say, Oh yeah, we have, we don't really see a whole lot of agents. We only see them in October, November. And, and so side note, if you go out and you create this relationship, don't just stop because it's not AEP. There's a whole year that you have to, to create this relationship. So the idea would be, and of course you can't go back in time now, but for future years, go back in there. Don't just be a face that comes around October, November, because what I'm hoping is that I've been there October, I've been there November, I've been there all year long, every single month. By the time next October comes around, I'm a, I'm a familiar face. People know who I am and they're gonna be more likely to talk to me than the guy who's just coming. I'm, I point at you, yeah. sorry. <laughs> the, the guy who's just Oscar coming. Who just goes uh, in, yeah, in October, in October. November. <laughs> right, because, because they know my face. I'm familiar to them. I'm, I'm a person that has kind of built trust because I'm not just here today, gone tomorrow. So, it's a relationship. Yeah, yeah, so, so please, uh, don't just go in October, November. If, if you do, I mean, obviously there's, there's some opportunity there, but the biggest opportunity is going all year long. And, and by next year or two AEPs from now, can you imagine how much trust that you've built with the people in that community? Yeah. So, so what are you going to do at those senior centers, Oscar? What kind of events? Well, I mentioned a couple of them, right? We have, uh, you can host educational seminars or you can, you can talk about what, plan Ben, you can pick a certain plan and do a sales seminar and speak about the actual benefits, but really just engage with the people that are in there. People like to do uh, bingo events is, is something that you can do when you're in there. Uh, or even just bring in bring in something from the outside. We've got, you know, we've got, you can host something that, that ties around Thanksgiving and have some kind of giveaway uh, when we're talking about AP, Halloween, have a candy, give something, put something that's gonna interact with the seniors and so just something that you're bringing something different to the table inside of this building. Yeah, absolutely, you know, and, and one one other thought that I have is is, you know, you could get like a Plinko like and just set it up and I, I've got some prizes. It's kind of like, right. <laughs> right, right. Do, do something that is going to grab their attention and, and you're going to see that you're going to be creating relationships. When, when everybody starts smiling, there's just a different energy in, in, in the room. So, so I would do that. I would say that depending on the, the senior center you go to, sometimes they're not going to want you to do a sales seminar. They don't want you yeah. actively selling in there. And that could be part of what you tell them also. Like, hey, I'm not, I'm not going to be out here just selling. What my my goal here is, I'm going to create relationships, and then if there's a need, I'm going to help help meet that yeah. need and and really be kind of passive about it because a lot of them are protecting their seniors. They don't want the, those hard sales, right? right? And which hopefully we're not doing hard sales anyway, right? That's <laughs> that's part of Medicare. Is that there really shouldn't shouldn't yeah. be too aggressive in your closing style and anything like that. We don't want to. Bring in some prizes, mm -hmm. go, to, go to a Dollar General, go to a, a, a Dollar Tree, find some small prizes and bring them in. So when you come in and do these events, you've got something to give away. And it doesn't have to be this grand thing. When, when we think, when we talk about prizes, sometimes they just think that's a huge investment. I can't be doing this every time that I'm going out and doing an event. It's, it's more of a gesture. Seniors love the fact that you're just coming in with something to give to them. Yeah, and and partner with your with your upline, partner with the with the provider group, partner with uh, partner with um, the carrier. carrier, and sometimes maybe partner with all four. One thought that I just had as as we're going through is like, why not do like a pumpkin painting uh, in 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 October? Because you see a lot of there's a lot of a lot of people who have. Uh, 
pumpkins and so you could bring in some some paint go to go to michael's and and it's, it's not super expensive to do the best part is, is you can go back in and do it again because you've got you've got the materials really the the cost would be pumpkins and you could just get the small ones you know it doesn't have to be large pumpkins and to be honest well you know and just imagine an 85 year old you know lady trying to carry one of these <laughs> so like don't do that just just bring in the small pumpkin and, and and there you go there's your first event and so i would encourage you get out there and do that do it with several you know, it, depending on the market that you're in, especially if you're not in a, in a market where everybody is on it, uh, where there's a huge penetration rate, you, you probably have a, an opportunity where there's not a lot of agents that are that are working there. Go and, and, and do a pumpkin party, pumpkin painting party at five or six senior centers throughout your area and, and get out there and, and be a part of the community. And you're going to see that a lot of good can come from that, mm -hmm. not just during AEP, but um, but definitely right now, today's a day. Stop what you're doing, get in the car, and go and create a relationship with a senior center or a senior living community also, I think could be a great opportunity. Mm -hmm. So the next one is uh, partnering with healthcare professionals. So again, something that should be done all year long, but what if you haven't done it already? It's not too late. Go out there and it, it's it i would say it's too late to build kind of that that really strong relationship but it's not too late to get out there and and talk to a dentist about uh growth like hey we can help you grow uh you know there's talk to a doctor about hey you know if you're looking to grow your panel what happens is that a lot of times i am meeting with with seniors who don't have a good doctor and just would love to tell them about the experience that they would get here. And my hope, and I always put this out there, my hope is that you would return the favor. Yeah. And there's a lot of, you know, I, I was talking with an agent the other day, they were like, yeah, I sent this, I think it was a doctor, I sent this doctor eight new clients in the last month and they haven't sent me anything back. And I'm like, oh, okay, we gotta make sure that we're doing a good job of setting up expectations that this is hopefully a partnership where I'm referring people to you and then you're referring people over to me. And and so, you know, especially if you run into someone who is looking to grow their panel, like doctor who says, you know what, I wanna grow. Well, let's make sure that we're reciprocating here, right? Yeah, it's super important. Um, I think w with the dentist, right, touching on that, this time of year, looking at those sneak peeks and understanding what these plans are looking like for next year, this is an opportunity for you as an agent to go to understand what these dental benefits are looking like for next year. Do your homework on these on these uh, on these providers. Know what which plans that they accept, who they're in network with, who they don't accept, so that when you go in and create this relationship, you already kind of have an idea of what your strategy is looking like. Look for the opportunities. Yeah, and like, don't waste your time. Like, what I what I like to do is to, I, I like to strategize before I go out. So look up doctors in a certain zip code and figure out, okay, which doctors are in network for the plan that I'm working with. But one of the things that you might see is if it says not accepting new patients, clearly they're not looking to grow. Mm -hmm. Maybe that's not the. I mean, there still could be opportunity there. Don't get me wrong. But the greatest opportunity are doctors who are looking to grow because they're they're willing to kind of if they have good business savvy, they're, they're thinking, okay, if, if I help them, they're going to help me and, and vice versa. And then you can really kind of grow a lot with them. 
Yeah, be strategic. I, I know my personal dentist that I go to, they are in network with some of the carriers that we work with. And I walked in there and I see business cards of four different Medicare agents and there's already a pop-up banner. From a different from one, another, right? yeah, yeah, from another agent. It's like, okay, well, maybe this isn't the right, and maybe there is, like you said, maybe there is still some opportunity there, but for the most part, I don't like my chances. I'm going to go and look for a dentist that not already working with 10 people. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. One of the, um, try to, when you're addressing them and I'm thinking of doctors here, there's some concerns that sometimes that, that they'll have. And one of those concerns is that they, they've heard that steering is a concern for CMS and they've been, they, a lot of times they get these emails from CMS saying, make sure that you're not steering people to a certain plan. And so if you're an independent agent who works with several carriers, one of the things that you can do is, is, is address that concern and say, Hey, look, I work with several carriers. I work with, with all the carriers that you accept. Right. And I, that, that's, that's who, who, who I'm working with. So you don't ever have to worry about steering because I'm not looking to grow one plan. What I'm going to do is I'm going to sit with the individual. I'm going to ask them some questions. I'm going to get to know them and what's important to them. And that's how I'll make a recommendation. So you never have to worry about something like that. We're just going to make sure that they, they accept a plan that you work with. And the reason is, and the kind of like the, the the spin that you put on it is what we're trying to do is make sure that you're not losing your patients, right? We want to make sure that the people that that are already with you, that you're not losing them. A lot of times, when when people turn 65, they might end up changing their doctor, changing their plan, and going off into something brand new because they're more likely to sh- shop during that time. So let's go ahead and just kind of uh, address those concerns and and kind of be uh, proactive about how how you're going to address those concerns. Mm-hmm. So the next one is review and update marketing materials, and this one's kind of a sore subject for me this year. <laughs> I tell you. So uh, you know, there's a lot of rule changes that have recently come out from, from CMS. And, and, and I guess understanding the reason for all of it is, is important. So I understand that, that there's been, you know, three times as many complaints every year. It's like they're, they're tripling. Um, but this has caused the, the rule change this year. Basically all marketing materials need to be, uh, approved and, and even approved by the carrier. And, and the, the way that it's looking for, for me is, is really, you're not supposed to do generic marketing. If you're going to, if you're going to talk about benefits whatsoever, generic meaning just branding your company, right? Just branding, uh, your insurance agency roles, insurance agency, uh, you know, look at a Medicare plan that has dental and, and even if you're not putting the actual amount. So a lot more rules this year. Uh, and what I would say is, is, you know, in a lot of ways, I might just go to the carrier, right? And, and, and find things that they've already gotten approved. It might make your job a little easier, especially if you haven't started doing this a while ago. Who are the, who are the carriers with some of the best marketing materials? The easiest one is United Healthcare. Right. Go into Jarvis, go into the toolkit, and everything that you see in there is already approved. 
And so you you are free to use that. You can customize or you to an extent. You can't change everything completely, but you can put your information on there. And really the idea is just to get your name out there and to, to market yourself in a certain way. Uh, Humana has some material. You can go into, into their portal. It's gotten a lot better. Yeah, they have. Mm-hmm. Uh, they make it, they've made it a lot easier. And then I know I haven't been into Aetna's portal in a, in a while, but I don't know if they, they just re, uh, if they brought out, launched the new. They um, revamped it, yeah. which is, which is good. I haven't seen it yet. I don't think it's available, but they, their old one left something to be desired. <laughs> yeah. Here's what I would tell you and carriers listen up. We're, we're insurance agents, we're out in the field. You gotta do a better job of, uh, especially now with all the updated rules and, and you know, we're small agencies. We're trying to help you and trying to grow and trying to be successful. You gotta have better options for generic marketing. You gotta have better options for us and to where we're not also all using the same thing. So I love that United Healthcare has has their options, but I would love to see more. I would love to see the option to, uh, to, to have, you know, eight different pieces to where it's not all looking like we're using the same marketing pieces. I do understand that there's value in that for the carrier, right? So the value is the more that people see that, uh, that marketing piece, then, you know, there's going to finally be that one where they, where they, they respond to that call to action. But for, for us, we want to figure out a way to stand out. I want to be the, the card that, that is responded to. And that's why for the most part, for the longest time, we created our own uh, marketing material because we wanted to stand out. And so, so it's a little bit of a struggle, but what I would tell you is go and find carrier pieces, make sure that you acquaint yourself with them, uh, how to get to them, print them up, use it for, for, um, for flyers, you can use it for, uh, for for all different kinds of things. We do have very generic flyers that were that, that you can still get approved. Like we even have the Medicare card approved on one of our flyers, but it makes no mention of benefits. And that's kind of the if you want to keep it generic, you can't really mention yeah. a lot of the benefits. So it's kind of a that that one's a little bit of a sore subject. But <laughs> keep up with it and make sure all the carriers kind of put it out their AEP stuff out on ten one. Yeah. And, and the reason that they're doing that is they're just making sure that nobody's using their, their stuff before 10-1. But it's a bit of a challenge. Um, but there's still opportunities there. You can still uh, still get some good designs done as long as you keep it very generic. Don't talk benefits at all. So, um, Next one we have here is train on the latest Medicare changes. So... We just talked about some yeah, right now. And this is super important. I feel like we can talk for a very long time on the importance of this particular piece that we're about to that we're about to dive into. But uh, you want to make sure that you're staying updated with any changes that are coming to to policies and to the, the benefits. You have to understand as an agent uh, what new products are coming in, where these products are going to be, if there are any products that are leaving the market. Um, knowing this, having this information is going to allow you to create an opportunity for yourself as an agent. We always talk about this, right? In order to have a very successful AEP, we're looking for um, 
disruption and we're looking for opportunity and here we are i'm entering i'm entering my 11th aep and it seems like every year sometimes we have huge disruption in right. our markets where we okay this is this is where the opportunity is but other times it's it's not a huge disruption but there's still ways that you can find opportunity and so as an agent it's important for you to know what these planned benefit changes are going to be hey let's real quick um would you explain what disruption is for those who are newer in the industry or maybe not familiar with the term? Yeah, so I mentioned uh, if a plan's leaving the market. So right. recently in, in the San Antonio market, uh, we had a plan that left the the market last year or a, a piece of the plan, not the entire carrier, but one of their plans left the market. And so what that meant is on January 1st, those people were no longer gonna be on that plan. So we had, uh, and they were just gonna be left on original Medicare if they didn't make any changes. So as agents, that was an opportunity. So it, it created, it caused disruption and it created opportunity for an agent. We were out there looking for these individuals that were on this plan so that we could show them what other options they have going into the new year. Yeah, those are some of the best years that, that you can have. And so if you're in a market where you are seeing that people are leaving that that there, there's a carrier or a plan that's leaving the market that is a time where you should be licking your chops and yeah. and, and and getting out there this is going to be a great year if you do it the right way yeah so. one of the things that um that i want to a message that i really want to get out to agents is get to those first looks or if you're not see if they're if they're hosting any in person in your market if not they're online there you can find them within your within the carrier portal get in there figure out what these plans are looking like for next year because i can't tell you enough how important this is if you don't know what plans are looking like for next year how are you going to come up with a strategy for aep if this plan is reducing their dental if they're improving their dental if they have if they're adding another plan to their portfolio if one of the competitors is coming in strong with certain benefits look these things up get to these first looks knowing understanding the benefits in the market that you're working in is probably one of the most important pieces to having a successful aep how do we know what to get out there and sell if we don't know what these plans look like right yeah you, you know the 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 problem is like is if you work in a market like we do there's so many so many plans right so many so many meetings during september yeah. and just kind of gearing up for all the all the things and and if you're a person where you're kind of overwhelmed by all that you can make some decisions on mm -hmm. all right well i don't need to go to the happy hour one like you know that's <laughs> not that's not going to help me uh, but the the parts that are going to help me is where we're talking benefits we're talking about changes in the plans and those types of things so uh, there's 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 a bunch of meetings be a part of them and and you are going to um, you you won't regret it. There's there's been a lot of webinars, a lot of um, uh, there, there's a lot of workshops that that agencies are are doing, but also uh, but also the carriers. So just be a part of them. This is a time where. Hopefully you've done some resting in, in, in April. You've done some resting in May. You went on a nice vacation in June. September is a time where it's time to get to work. And so you're going to be busy. You're going to be at a lot of these things. Mm -hmm. So uh, just be engaged. Any other thoughts on that? Well, I, I think just the, just to echo what you said, show up to these things. And, and that's going to help. You know, we talked about re creating relationships, relationships with providers and dentists, different types of providers. I think having those relationships with the carriers, if there are any local managers available, getting out there and meeting these people, um, you can really benefit from it. Uh, so 
we encourage it. Yeah. One, one thing I'll, I'll, I'll also say is during this time is, and it, it should be for all times, but make sure that you have at least some kind of social media presence, like a Facebook or something for your, for your, for your, remember this is your company, right? This is your agency. And so a lot of times agents don't realize it's a great opportunity. What I would do is, is, you know, ask all your friends and, and family to follow it, obviously. And you could just put it out there. Hey, you know, these are, this is what I do. You could, I, my strategy is that I don't think that it should just be constantly posting about business because if you do, you're going to lose a lot of people's interests, lose a lot of engagement. People are out of there. So just do other things like, Hey, happy Friday, everybody. What's, what are you most excited about this week? Those types of things, uh, throw those out there. So people get, get used to engaging with the page and every once in a while, throw in some business stuff in there. So I would keep up with that on a, on a regular basis. And that's something else I would do with that. I do have one more thought on sure. the, uh, when you asked me if I had any more thoughts, I didn't at the moment, but now I do, uh, order, order sales materials or pre-order your sales yeah. materials. Having that, those materials in hand on October 1st is super important. If you don't meet the pre-order deadline, you could still go in and order. I think the carriers can get them to you by the, by the 15th. Worst case, or you have, there are some backup options. Get with your upline. See, uh, a lot of times your upline may have the ability to do a bulk order, and so see if you can get some of those physical materials. Backup, like the ultimate backup plan. Uh, you can always download the materials, and you yeah. can get them on on your computer, on your iPad, however it is that you do business. So you can have those materials. If you know, if you don't have it physically in your hand, you can always access it digitally. But that's important to have. Yeah, they send it out to you like three or four days beforehand, right? Mm -hmm. They're, yeah. you know, they'll, they'll right before 10-1, they'll, they'll start Put setting it, it up. Yeah. Um, and then I guess one of the last things I would just kind of make sure that I'm setting uh, daily and, and, and even weekly goals. So I, I know an agent, he is, he's one of our, our top agents within our agency and he produces like crazy, but the way that, the way that he does it is that he breaks it down. Okay, I've got you know seven weeks, or or, or um, I guess that's seven, seven and weeks, a half, seven and a half weeks, right? And he'll break it down by week. I need to have this many sales, and then he also breaks it down by day. And so on on and you'll you'll hear him. He's like, oh man, I I, I didn't get to my uh, what is it thirty sales this week. Yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna be working Saturday and Sunday. And, and and you know everybody has their goals and their ways to do it. But I always talk about working backwards from yeah. your goal. And and so I'll just kind of touch on that again. When I talk about working backwards from your from your ultimate goal, what I'm saying is, let's look, how many sales did I wanna make this AEP? I wanna, I want 80 sales this AEP, yeah. all right? So I've got seven weeks to do that. How many sales do I need per week? <coughs> 11 sales per week, 11 and a half, right? Yeah. So so that's so that's the way to work backwards. So how many is it per day, all right? Two, two a day. Two a day. Right, two if you're working. Monday through Friday, Monday, if you're going to go work on the weekend, give or take two to three per day. So I would tell you that it, like, this is the harvest, right? This is a time as an agent when, when the most opportunity presents itself. So if it's me, I'm working Saturday. So when I was active as a, as an agent, I used to work for Humana. I, I, I work six days a week. I know agents who do seven. I personally won't. I always take a rest day and it's just, mm -hmm. it's just so the, the, the way I've always been. Um, but some agents will, will are willing to put that in. But I would say that this is an opportunity to work six days a week. And when you're working that Saturday, don't forget about the the, the Thursday you went and played golf. Uh, you know, <laughs> like 
like just keep keep perspective is that you're gonna work harder during you don't have a normal job you're working harder during this time of the year in hopes that hey i don't have to i don't have to work uh as hard come april i don't have to work as hard in june and july when i'm you know or when i'm out on vacation and and i'm taking my my summer trip to the caribbean or 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 whatever it is so all these things you know we we really feel like i I feel like um, goal setting is is one of the keys to success for people. And I, I was reading in the the book, The Power of One More, and where he, Ed Milet, where he talks about uh, a goal without a standard is worthless. And and what that means is is if you set a standard and say, hey, look, as an agent, to me, the standard should be that I at least make seventy sales during an AEP. If I don't hit that, then I, maybe I'm in the wrong business and I'm not, I'm not suggesting you are 70 is, is depending on the agent is, is lofty. So, you know, we, we have a lot of, we have an agent who, who did 204 last AEP. Mm-hmm. So, so, you know, it, there, it, it ranges, but his standard is that he needs to sell at least 180 during an AEP. That's his standard. So whatever it is, make your standard and say, you know what, like I have a goal of hitting a hundred this AEP, but the standard is I need to at least hit 60, right? So, so make standards along with your goals and watch how they, how they come to pass. So just make sure that you do a good job of that. I think that's a, a, a great way to do it. Any other thoughts before we wrap up? We're, we're here at about 32 minutes. Any one last piece, if I, if I could just throw this in there, uh, when you're out in the field and you're, you're meeting with prospects, you're trying to figure out ways, how can I get you? We talked about standards, right? This is my goal for AEP. If this is the number that you want to get to, and you're out there looking for these opportunities, create these opportunities. And what I mean by that is when you're out there talking to people, let them know, Hey, it's over open enrollment. This is the time of year where people are taking the time to review their benefits and looking to see what they look like next year and offer a courtesy plan review, a free plan review. Let's sit down. Let's see what your benefits look like for next year and see what other options are available because plans change every year. So let's sit down and take a look at what your options are. Create that opportunity. Don't just have somebody come up to you and say, oh, I've got United Healthcare. Oh, I've got Humana. I've had it for years. I love it. Take the time to say, well, they're, they've got, Humana has a lot of different options. Those, the benefits change every year. Let's sit down and see how your plan's looking for next year. Try and turn that into an opportunity. Yeah, and what I'll tell people also, or what I would say is like, you know, what I like to do is I like to talk to my clients on an annual basis and, and make sure, because sometimes your needs have changed. You know, I know this plan has been working for you, but what if there's something that they could, could have a lot more benefit? So uh, the reason I like to say what I like to do with my clients is, you know, in some way, psychologically, it's saying to them, wait, why isn't my agent doing that? Why haven't I heard from my agent? So a lot of, a lot of agents don't, Hey, one last thing I, I will, we, we, we can have some bonus time. It's AEP. We got to put in some, <laughs> some overtime, right? So I want to make sure that as an agent, that all of my friends know what I do. And what I'm talking about is you have your close friends, right? You have people who that you, you do life with, people you talk to all the time, people that, that, are, that are real close. On a personal level, I wanna, I wanna make sure that my buddy here, Oscar, knows that this is what I do. And so um, to the point where I'm like, hey man, don't forget, like, can you tell your grandparents about me? And on a personal level, like in a conversation, right? Uh, 
And then of course you have people that are less close, right? Social media friends, people that you don't see too often that are on your social media, things like that. I would kind of blanket it out there like, hey, hey everybody, I just want you guys to know you won't see it too much. I'm not gonna be posting every day about it, but this is, we're getting close to open enrollment and I help people with Medicare. So if you have a friend or family member, would you do me a favor and tell them to call me? This is what I do. How annoying is it when you find out that you had your, your one of your good friend's mom <laughs> just turned 60 and you're like, man, you could have you yeah. called me. Mm -hmm. It's a frustrating thing. And um, so we need to make sure, especially during a, all, all times, but especially during AEP, like maybe I'm going to throw out like, you know, every once in a while, hey, this is what I do because people will respond. Make sure everybody in your circle, everyone in your 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 larger outer circle, but everyone in that in that smaller circle, everyone has to know what you do because they're gonna be more likely to uh, refer people if they know what you do. Because I know for me, I would rather work with somebody that I know than some stranger that I'm just kind of meeting at a, at a grocery store. So, yeah. so put that out there. I say, I always say I help strangers on a daily basis. Please allow me the opportunity to help my own friends and family. Yeah. So, hey, everybody, uh, we just want to wish you the best of luck this AEP. I want you to get excited, get encouraged. If you have questions or if you need assistance, we get a lot of emails from, from, from listeners and it's pretty exciting. If you have questions, we'll gladly either talk about them here on the podcast or we will um, address it via email, even shoot you a video just, just for yourself of, hey, look, this is what I would do in that situation. We're here for you. This is why we're doing what we're doing. We want to help agents to be successful. So don't hesitate to reach out or as a, I won't say slide into my, slide into our DMs. It's fun. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, uh, let us know if there's anything else we can do. Make sure you're following us here. Share it with a friend. Uh, make sure to engage with us on social media. If you, if, if you could like our stuff, follow, send to friends. We'd appreciate it. Thanks so much. And uh, until next time.